The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio. Today, believe it or not, is the 14th of December, 2018. Um, You know, we talked about a lot of things. Tomorrow is going to be another big show, and I'm going to bring uh, one of my favorites. uh, Kara Shaw is going to be in here very shortly. And tomorrow is my father's anniversary. We lost him December 15th. And... um, Don G. Fardino was on here today, and we did a killer show. It's called um, uh, It's On You. And it's been a continuing theme here with me where I don't want to keep hearing what I'm hearing out there in the world, and people are just immersed in this stuff. And you can understand why you walk around and they're not happy and they're self-defeated and all that. And we got talking about my dad today. And Steve and I, Steve Cotter's on with me tomorrow night. And I think we're going to really probably hit a lot with fathers and sons because my father, being the oldest of five, um, and then, you know, everybody knows the story of my brother Jimmy of muscular dystrophy. I can't even imagine what my mother and father went through, you know, and, and had such a good home for us and all that and took such good care of Jimmy till he passed away. And my father and I used to butt heads hard. You know, uh, my father was full-blooded Italian uh, from the north end of Boston, the first generation here in the United States. My grandfather, I never met a tougher guy in my life. They were very tough men, but boy, did they instill some stuff into me. And, you know, my father wasn't a touchy-feely guy. He would tell you now and then, uh, I love you. And I'm kind of the same way because I don't like tossing in words like that around. Too many people say that too easy. I'm just not like that. I guess I'm more of my father's son in some ways. But tomorrow we're going to talk about it with dads. And, you know, and I know a lot of women are very close to their fathers that they've lost. Um, but I think it's a good thing. The whole show will somehow circle the wagon with that. Um, one thing here is we work real hard. And I believe especially in allegiance to one another, Um, virtue, loyalty. And whether it's popular or not, I don't care. That's what we stand so tall here about. And I know for a fact that's why this show is exploding all over the place. More so now than it ever has, people are starting to discover us. And we're all over the world. And I got to tell you, I'm so excited here, not only for myself, but for everybody past, present, and future who's connected with the family and the show, obviously. If you're on the show, you're family. And we're living through some exciting times here. Of course, I don't say everything that's going on, good, bad, or in between, but there's no bad. It's just teaching. And that's the way you got to look at everything. So think about that. But on that note, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose. Out through your mouth 
and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And basically, I, I added this. I was built for success. And that's how you talk to yourself. And we've been hitting upon this stuff for about four months about the subconscious mind, about rewiring, about being able to alter your DNA. I can't wait to 2019. I'm going to tell you some things that are going to make your head spin right off your shoulders. You can do things you want. You can have, be, and do anything you want to do. Believe me. It's just a matter of some changes. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you're dedicated and you believe in yourself, it will happen. And we're going to keep hammering on this. Also, too, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions. That is our premier product. That's something special at Christmas. And if you really want to get into the 14 modules, that will give you so much information. It goes all the way from power rack to stone lift and the sandbags you name it and it's very easy to digest and the way i explain it we're going to be adding more plus we're going to have another big product for kids out in the first quarter i believe of 2019 we're working on it right now there's also something real big in the pipe too charlie and stevie were we're kind of ironing things out um i want to do a chapter book and I maybe I think I'm going to ask six people, and I don't know if it's going to be three women and three men or how we're going to do it. Um, if you pay attention to my etched in stone page, I keep putting pictures of the Alps in Italy, and that's where my sh- my story is going to originate from. And when you see and read what I'm going to put on there, I don't think you'll be able to hold back the tears that I'm going to talk about with that. And when you see this story, it is going to be magnificent. I'm working on it right now. I'm doing mostly recording. I haven't decided yet if it's going to be written or we're going to put everything out in audio. But that's something that we're looking at and possibly might be the middle of next year. It might be the end of next year, but it's going to be huge. And it's going to be some of the greatest stuff you've either read, heard, or both, let me tell you. Also, too, Go out to our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. $25.50, It goes right to my PayPal account. You invest in motivation and muscle in Fiorello Barbell Co. That's where all the money goes. It doesn't go in my pocket. So if you like the show and it's helped you out, and I know it has. We have over 1,000 shows in a little over four years. Um, Please contribute. Invest in something that means something. And even if you give once, uh, break down 25 or 50 or $100 over 12 months, that's peanuts for the material you're getting here. And I will tell you this, most podcasts charge you subscription rates. We don't do that because we want you to invest and we want you to buy Winners and Champions, Inc. So think about it. And uh, get involved. It's very important. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. This will be the third show Kara and I have done. Um, And this one will be, um, I think it's going to be a very, very intense show. Um, We're going to talk about, too, before I bring her in. We're going to hit, you know, 
what defines you, but we're going to get all caught up with what Kara has been doing because she's been off here almost a year. So there's a lot to catch up on, a lot to go on. I've got some Denny Stone questions for, et cetera, et cetera. So it's going to all connect the way we do everything here. Also, to go out to um, MotivationMuscle.com, sign up for a free newsletter. Uh, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and anytime I put content out and I put tons of it out, it'll go to your inbox. Also, another investment, come on board and advertise with Motivation Muscle. My personal phone number is out there. I don't know how much longer I'm going to leave it out there as there are other ways to get me. But I like to talk to people, and that's why I did what I did. So come on in. Invest with us for the next 30 years. You'll make money. We'll make money. And that's the way it should be. Also, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, I am going to give you some information on Kara. Number one. She's a podiatrist, an entrepreneur, a competitive powerlifter, and strong woman. Woman, And that's what I like right there. We talked about entrepreneurship here. I, I, I can't push it enough. If you love something, if you're motivated to do something, start thinking about it tonight. Because this show will be up Sunday. Donnie's show I just did, a lot of entrepreneur talk. It's another thing that's really become a staple here. But on that note, Carol, welcome back. It's an honor. Um, anything, obviously, websites, ways people can get a hold of you, put it out there and we'll get started, please. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be back on. I can't believe it's been a year, um, but it's an absolute pleasure to be on. You can get me on my Facebook page um, and I'm also on Instagram as well. So anyone wanting to contact me, um, they can contact me via Facebook or Instagram. Okay, let's let's do an update. It's been a while. Yes, it has been. Let's, what's, has been, been. Go, what's been going on both uh, in strength and whatever you're doing as an entrepreneur? Take it away. Um, well, in the last year um, with strength, I've completed my first full season in powerlifting, um, completed, competed in the World Championships, um, competed in the British. Um, so that's my first season basically by in powerlifting. Um, next competition isn't until March. Business-wise, i um, been expanding my business, um, basically going from mobile podiatrist to renting a room and still working with the NHS and things like that. So I've been really, really busy between um, work and powerlifting and also gained another Jack Russell. So <laughs> I now have two Jack Russells. So, <laughs> nice. yeah, um, yeah, everything, there's just been a whole load going on. And as I say, it's just, it's always heavy going, always on the go. It's it's great. I love it. Yeah, Um it, there's no time to sit around. It's the same way here. It's like... Um, oh, I twiddle my thumbs. I don't know what to do myself. See, when I've got a yeah. night off, it's like, yeah. what do you do on a night off? You flick through TV. You're like, yeah. this is rubbish. Nah. What, yeah. what, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Well, I'll tell you what I've been doing. Very interesting stuff when I talk about changing DNA. Um, obviously, I listen to certain people that I don't need it so much for the motivation uh, I like to study people that are very successful in business, so I do that. Um, listen, video, you know, uh, what do you want to say? Out on the internet, I always have my little phone on if I'm somewhere quiet, and um, I'm reading some of the classics, you know, like Think and Grow Rich, See at the Top, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And what I found listening to different successful people is you should reread these books over 
over and over. And here's what's very interesting about it, and it's been proven. Once you start reading and listening to the same things repeatedly, as we say here, repetition, 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 it changes the DNA makeup in your mind, in your body. And I'm already seeing big things, not only in the training room, but with the business and handling, well, let's say we get in a tense situation with somebody. Um, you learn how to, there's two words, especially if I get in any type of argument or anything like that, and I don't want to keep going with it, cancel, cancel will shift you to a whole nother place. Now, obviously, I can go anywhere mentally because of what I've created. The point of the matter is this. When you bring that type of material into your subconscious mind, because we all know we build from the inside out. Most people only take from external. That's why most of them walking around are very unhappy. We know there's so much depression out there. There's so much unrest with people, so much political BS that it's not going to help them any other way than than influence them to be really unhappy. And I don't want any of that. I know what's going on. I don't need to know anymore. And what I found with this is, especially when you read Think and Grow Rich, among many things, um, Earl Nightingale, anything like that, or listen to him, one of the things that ends up happening is all this repetition, these things are constantly revolving through my mind. And we know what you think about most goes out to the universe, and there's a matching piece of energy that's coming right back at you and if you think i'm wrong folks you're probably not thinking really well and you're wondering why maybe you had a car accident that day maybe you had an argument with your wife maybe your kids are just driving you insane all that really is from is what intentions you're putting out there and most people don't even know it the thing is, I'm yeah, not saying... That's, I mean, your mind ahead. is a powerful thing. Yeah. Powerful it, thing, your mind, and it is. It's like mind over matter. Yep. Your flight or, um, your fight or flight response, things like that. Like, your, your mind, I mean, I deal with it every day. People with mental health issues, people with depression, people who, they've no get up and go, they've nothing, and it's this powerful mind, basically, and yep. it's taking, they're thinking negative, they're putting out negative, everything like that. Yep. Um, and I think just how people deal with everything, everyone's got different tolerances and things like how to deal with things. And it is, I mean, your mind is just a totally, it's a powerful, powerful thing, your mind. It really is. Well, not, um, not, not only that, and not to interrupt you, but, you know, words have power. And I don't think people really realize when they speak what they can say, which could be a positive or negative. Or, you know, we've all goofed up. Let's not – I'm not going to BS anybody. I've said things that I could never – you can't take them back, all right? The point yeah. of the matter is one thing you need to remember, words are power. Go ahead. Take it away. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think I think we live in a generation where people don't have empathy and they don't seem to think things through. They seem to be more opinionated in things and they say things that are very hurtful. I think more as social media is evolving. Oh, yeah. People are very opinionated on social media. I mean, you can put a video on doing the most amazing thing and someone will crit- criticise it. They'll criticise you as a person. Yep. They'll criticise your technique. They'll criticise what you're doing. Some people just go out to be right nasty and things like that. And they don't actually realise the impact that that can have on a person. 
I mean, it's, it's, people are just so opinionated now and they say they don't sit and think, I mean, rather than going, do you know what, I don't actually think her form's right. Rather than just keeping it to themselves, they yeah. feel obliged that they have to put it on and it's like, really, like, why, why did you do that? What did you gain from that? Yep. Other than basically hurting the person that's really proud of what they have done. I think if somebody's really proud of what they've done, somebody's really chuffed, you should be supporting that. Yep. And you should be trying to turn negatives into positives. And you shouldn't be sitting there dissing someone or bringing someone down because it is hurtful. But that, yeah. that person might sit and think, do you know what? I don't actually want to post a video again because of what I got the last time. But rather than saying, do you know what? You're doing fantastic. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep at it. Your technique's not 100%, but do you know what? You're getting there. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. Rather than that, it's like, your technique's rubbish. Yeah. You're this, you're that. That's yeah. not actually going to get you anywhere. And it's like, you gain nothing from that. It's just, it's so negative. And I think we live in a generation where it says social media's evolving and people just feel they need to do things like that. Yep. And it's not, It's it, it, it really doesn't gain anything. It really doesn't. Well, there was a thing on the other day. I can't remember. It might have been Frank. No, I think it was Carmen Caputo who put it up. It was. It made the reference about Facebook that it's like the only thing that you can take and just put somebody down and basically not get your face kicked in. And what I what I see happening more and more is this. You know, my father used to always tell me as a as a kid too. There's always somebody out there tougher than you are, and you better make sure if you're going to open your mouth. You can back it up and see what's happened now via social media. It's an easy way to, you know, basically spit in somebody's face. And, you know, I don't know where you're even coming from. So where am I going to find you to even argue the fact if I want to? You know, Kara, I'll tell you what. I, I, I More and more, um, I this is me, I, I just keep bulletproofing myself more and more. Yeah. And by that, by that, I mean... Going out to that gym, and I've said this every show probably in the last three months is this. We're talking about, obviously, we're doing an update. We're talking about where Kara's been in the last year and what she's up to. But we're talking about defining yourself. And this is one thing I want to say, and I'll, I'll send it right to you. I believe if you're in the right setting, and if you're not, you go find it to to do physical culture. By that, I mean everything. You know, the stones, the weights, everything. But you need to train that because it's going to start influencing everything else. We just talked about the power of the mind, the power of your spirit, whether you believe in God. Whatever it is that makes you a spiritual being, a lot of people say, well, the training does that. Fine. But my point is this. It, it will, none of us are going to master this in our lifetimes. It, it, and if we come back and do the same thing, it could take a million lifetimes if we even can do that. The point of the matter is this. It all originates in that gym when you understand what it is. When you train things, when you get run over by them, when you succeed. You know, we get injuries. We have all kinds of things happening in our lives. But I'm telling you right now, if you can stick with it, for your lifetime and understand it. I don't mean just go out and lift weights and compete. I'm talking you understand the philosophy of it, how things work from head to toe. I'll tell you right now, you will be the most successful person in and outside the gym. I guarantee that. I totally but, agree with ahead. that. I mean, when you, you sit and see people going to the doctors, they're getting pills, they're getting counseling, they're getting this. 
go to the gym, go to the gym and release those endorphins, go to the gym and challenge yourself. Yeah. And then that that actually just it releases that wee sense of achievement. It gets you feeling a wee bit more positive. And then when you go back in the next time, fight against yourself. I always say the biggest competition is against yourself. Oh, whenever I compete, whenever I'm in the gym or anything, I, I don't look at anyone else. I don't sit and think, oh, God, they're lifting more than me. I literally think, you know what? Where are you at? Where are you at? And you, where do you want to be? Yep. And how are you going to get there? And I totally do that. And that's where I put my focus in. And I think... I think a whole lot of things like for depression, your mind, everything like that. I think if you go to the gym, you work out, you have those aims. I see whether it's cardio, whether it's lifting weights, whether it's a, another kind of hobby, like if you want to start lifting the Denny Stones or stone training or strong women or powerlifting, yep. Yep. anything like that, I think get yourself in, get yourself a goal. And that can honestly, it can, it can cure the worst of depressions, but it's oh, just yeah. trying to find that fight within yourself. Yep. I mean, obviously some people were talking about like what defines you and things like that. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm the kind of person, no matter what you fling at me, I will always stand. And maybe yeah. if I break down, maybe if I break down for a day or two, but I always pick myself back up and I'm like, do you know what? Look at what you've got. Like just now I'm sitting training myself now. I've never trained myself. I've, I've done some weight training before, but I've never done my powerlifting myself. Yep. I'm, in a, I'm in a gym that's not based around powerlifting, it's based around bodybuilding. Yep. And there was a point where I'm sitting feeling sorry for myself and I'm like, oh, what do I do? Do I pull out? Do I stop powerlifting? No, you enjoy doing it. And then I'm like, Cara, get a grip of yourself. Yep. Get a grip of yourself. You're not the first person to train yourself. You've got stuff there that you can train with. I've now got someone else getting my programs done. And I'm like, you can do it. You yeah. do not need, just because you're training yourself, you've got loads of friends around you. You've got loads of powerlifting friends online. I've got people I can meet up with if I want to train. And it's like, get a grip of yourself. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get in yep. there. Get your goals and get shit done. Get yeah. it done. But, and it's... but when you talk to you can hear your confidence. And this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. I, this all reverts back to what you were just talking about. I would know you. I don't know if you would know me. And say I I was looking. I, I'm out visiting everybody in Scotland, and I say to Charlie. What gym is Kara at, and where can I find her? And do you think she's there today? And he says yes. So either he's even if he drove me there, I drove him. He'd stay in the car, and I'd walk in, and I'd see you doing whatever you're doing. Let's just say you're deadlifting, and I'm watching you. And I say to you now, I'd walk up and introduce myself to you. I'd make sure you were done, obviously, and <laughs> and what. Tell me, watching you, your mannerisms, the way you are, what would I find in you that would be quite an example, something that I would admire? And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I think it's good. What What is it I would see in you that I would be like, wow, that girl is good, good? I'm the type of person, I explain myself, like I'm, I, I'm determined. Okay. I am determined. If I want to do something, I will get it done. I yep. might not be the first person to do it. Yep. I might not do it first time, but I will get it done. I have. It's a mind over matter, especially sometimes with these big weights, and you're competing. You're in the warm-up room, you're doing your warm-ups, and your second warm-up feels heavy as fuck. And you sit there and think, oh, God, I have to add 30 kilo on this, and this feels so heavy. Yep. And then... It's mind over matter, but then the minute you go on the platform, you're lifting it, and you're like, your your main aim in life is just to get that lifted, get it done, and that's that's what I've got. I mean, I've got a fiery determination to get where I want to go. 
I'll focus on that way. I mean, I, I am the world's most nervous person. I've been <laughs> nervous since I was a wee girl. Honestly, I used to get panic attacks. I used yep. to be really nervous. Yep. Going to school trips. I was such a nervous person. And even to this day, I do still get nervous. I get nervous before comps. You should see like, if you walked in and it was before a competition and I'm in waiting for my name to get called. I am literally hyperventilating in yep. that room. I'm sitting there going, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then my <laughs> name gets shouted and then a switch just flicks. Yep. And I'm like, right. Let's go and do this. Get it done. Yep. And th- th- I mean, th- that's it's just a fire determination I've got. I mean, I refuse to sink. No matter what life throws at me, I refuse to sink. I will get there. I have my own goals. I've got my own aims. Life yep. is too short. Yep. You cannot dwell on things. You can't let anything get you down. You do what you can do, and you appreciate everything that you have. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's that, I mean, that's just me. I just I see something. I want it done. I mean, I've been in the gym failing about forty lifts, and I'm like. No, I am not leaving till I get this up, and I totally it's. I see what John Paul used to say it was the Ayrshire in me that, that that's where we're from. It's a place called yep. Ayrshire, and it's yep. that Ayrshire attitude. You just refuse to let things get to you. You never what you never get anything to beat you. Um, I'm saying I maybe not do it first time, but I will get it done. Oh, if absolutely! I don't get it done yeah. straight away. I will yep. work my backside off until it's done. Well, um, and I, you know something too, that word gratitude because you mentioned it, even though you didn't say gratitude. We overlook being thankful for things. We really do, I, myself included. Um, but I've done things now where every night I have a journal and I write down what I'm thankful for for the day. You'd be amazed what it does to you, and you'd be amazed. Do you know, I think that is it's a good thing to do that. And I mean, I appreciate everything I got. I've got good friends. I mean, don't get me wrong. As I say, I've had my meltdowns. I've had my times where you're sitting here thinking, "Oh God, this is crap. This is this." Yep. And then you you have to turn it around in a positive break. Come on, what have I got? Right, what can I do? What can I do about it? Not feeling great. How can I make myself feel better? I work in a place, like, I mean, I, you should say a podiatrist, and I deal with people in the, the healthcare profession um, industry where they, they can't even pick up their own cup to give yeah, themselves a drink. I know. And I'm walking into these people and I'm like, I'm moaning because I'm training myself or <laughs> I'm moaning because I failed my deadlift the other day or I had a crap session or I'm feeling tired and I'm like, this person has to wait to their carers in till they can pick up their cup and get a drink. And yep. it's like, do you know what? We, we really don't appreciate what, what we have and what we can do. And I think that is what defines you as a person. How do you cope with things? How can you turn it round into a positive? As I say, I'll have a breakdown for a day or so. And then all of a sudden it's like, right, bam, get up and get things done. Stop yep. feeling sorry for yourself. Yep. Um, I... I mean, you were, talk- you were talking about your dad as well yep. in the beginning of the show. Um I lost my dad sadly ten years ago to cancer. He was he was fifty years old, yep. and that made me realise life is too short. You can't dwell on things. You can't feel sorry for yourself. You can't have this negativity in your life. You have to just go on with it. Life's too short. My dad never went holidays. He worked all his life. He was never ill, and to see a man like that basically deteriorate, lose all his dignity, deteriorate, and to a point where he just basically fought cancer for a year and died yeah. at the age of 50 when he should have been enjoying life that's that's what defines me as a person basically having my, losing my dad young realizing life is too short and basically just having this fiery determination just to get things done yeah, do what yeah, I want yeah. have my goals and don't let anybody stop me no I agree um I'll tell you this the only time I think I ever I ever saw it if fear in my father's face was I knew he was close, and I think he knew too. And, um, you know, it's really strange because, well, not really strange. I said this on the show with Donnie. 
you know, my father wasn't one of those guys, I love you, all that. And, and that's what I respected a lot about my father. We all knew he, he loved us. I mean, what a home we had and everything. And he would say it to us. But I totally understand it because I'm the same way. I love you, in my opinion, gets thrown around real easy. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm the kind of guy that will not tell you I love you unless I love you. And that goes for... You know, of course, with the with my nieces and nephews, I mean, it rolls off my tongue. But girlfriends and stuff like that, because everybody's like, I love you. I was like, I've only gone out with you for two weeks. How do I know if I love you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like. Seen the lust and love and things like that. Yeah. Exactly. And, it, and I'm like, I'm like, you don't love me? I said, I don't know. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and then they get pissed off at you. I'm like, go away. You know what I mean? It's like, stop, will you? Yeah, but, yeah. But, but that's what I liked about my father so much. It's like the important things that you needed to hear, when they were said to you, they meant something. Okay? Yeah. And that's See, how... That's, I mean, I grew up with my dad. We weren't a big family of cuddling yep. each other or kissing or right. like telling each other we love you, like I love you or anything like that. Like, I wasn't brought up that way. Me neither. Um, yep. And like, I found it very difficult when my dad was dying to actually tell him I loved him. And that is quite a difficult thing, that, because it's like, God, that's my dad, and he's yeah. dying, and, yeah. like, I feel I can't go, do you know what, Dad, I actually love you, do you know what I mean? Like, I know I totally really, really what difficult. you mean. Yep. Um, as much yep. as I, I loved him with all my heart, I know he yep. loved me with all my heart, his heart, sorry, and he loved his family and things yep. like that, and... But yeah, it's. I mean, I as I, you say, people flip throw "I love you" about all the time, but they don't mean it. They don't no, do they don't mean it. They, love, right. I, they don't. It's it's just words. Yep. Words mean nothing. But yep. what you actually do and your actions and how you are around about people that you love—that's yep. how you determine love and how how you show it. That's that's words mean nothing. Well, you know something that's interesting because my grandmother lived to close to one hundred years old. All right. Wow. And, she didn't really go down mentally to the very end. She couldn't get around. She wasn't real mobile anymore. But my grandmother was a nurse up in Plattsburgh, which is way upstate um, near the Canadian border. And she was a nurse till she was 78 years old, and she used to walk. She had it in her home. Yeah, she was awesome, and she was the matriarch. There's no doubt about it. Um, we still talk about her all the time. My mother, my mother's like, man, and me especially. And one thing I took from her among many was this. She always loved the hell out of her grandkids, all five of us. And you'd die, man. We'd have like Ozzy on and all this metal and she'd be upstairs with a, you know, I'd be in my room and she'd be where she sleeps in with my sister. And. I'd be playing it. It'd be loud, too. And, you know, she might be the only one here with all the kids. And I said, what do you think, Grandma? And she's like, oh, I really like that. And and it, I don't know if she there did, but she was never, <laughs> like, somebody that would, like, just snap on you about anything. And, you know, yeah. we, we'd be downstairs. My friends would come in at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. She'd be out in the kitchen, like, making us bacon and scrambled eggs. Just this. But this is what I got from her more than anything. She loved us man, in a in a different way that I've met like a lot of other family members, and they all loved us. But my grandmother was like, she really enjoyed being with you. There's a difference yeah. where you get an uncle or an aunt here. Here's five dollars, kid. Get lost. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? go to, 
Yeah, it's like, see you around, yeah. don't bother me. Yeah. Now That's it, well, people do things because they want to do it. They do it because they yeah. care for you. They do it because it, it makes them feel better. Yep. So your wee granny's probably feeding you up bacon and eggs and things, and she's yep. like, do you know what? She's actually enjoying enjoying the food and things like that and it makes yeah. her feel better and that's obviously people do that they, you, you do things for people you love because you want to do it yeah. not because it's yeah. a chore or you have to do it I mean you yeah. had to eat but well, she would have went out her way to make it something special for you oh yeah and here's the greatest thing of all I, I drew from it that what I said whether I ever have kids or not or you know with the nieces and nephews and what I I'm like my grandmother with the nieces and nephews, okay? And, you know, Natalie's the oldest at 16, then Suzanne's 15, and Olivia, I think, is 13, and then Maggie is 11, and Danny is 8, okay? And they bring joy to me like you wouldn't believe, but I've got that grandma thing with them. Like, I enjoy being around, and they know that. Did you ever notice, well... We usually have, in the summer, there will be probably both sides of the family a lot of times they come in. My sister's house, they've got a big um, deck on the back and a big yard. And I'm not kidding you. They will grab me before I even walk through the gate. Let's play wiffle ball. Sometimes we grab little rocks and we run for time. Or we play, like, kickball against the fence. And the, the adults, you know, like the grandfathers and all that will say, because they call me Uncle H. That came out of one of the kids. They thought Eric was H, and that name has stuck with me forever. And they'll say, come on up, man, have a drink with us. And you know what I say to them? And it just stops them in their tracks. I said, they're only going to be 10 years old once, and they want to hang with me. And, you know, in five, six years, I'm not going to probably be the cool uncle anymore. Oh, that's it. I mean, right. they grow up so quickly. Yep. Yep. My um, my niece and nephew, um, I'm, I, like I give them money for their Christmas and I yeah. just take them out and I, yep. I get them trainers and things. And I was I was saying to like my sister was like my nephew's now thirteen and my niece is nine, and I was like to my sister, oh, I says I'll take them out for their trainers and things. Yep. And she's like, oh, Kenzie's giving it all like, oh, do I need to go? Like, can I not just have the money? And what's yep. this Christmas thing she's wanting to go? Because I was going to take them up to the Christmas markets and I'm like, nice. What like? Why did you? Why do you not want to do this anymore? It's like why, why do you not want to go? And it's like God, oh, he's grown up, and they don't yeah. want to. They want to hang about with their pals. And yep. it's like, I mean, he's a teenager now. It's, it's so uncool to go and hang about with your auntie or like yeah. my sister's getting my mum watching him. It's so uncool to go and hang about with your gran. Who wants to go and hang about with your gran when you're thirteen? And it's like, yep. yeah, you need to. You need to just totally soak it all up while they're young and willing to do it because Absolutely. they do grow up so fast. Yep. But you know what the nice thing is. You know, my mother and I were talking about one of my other nephews, Galen, and she said, you know, because I'm very close to him. He uh, He's a nurse. He and his girlfriend, they live in, I think he's in Vermont right now or, or outside of it, and they're going back. He got a, a, a much better offer, and they were in North Carolina, but this hospital's even bigger, and it's really, I think he's going to end up going back to get his master's for, um, I think he's going to end up, I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes an administrator down the road, he's got a lot of personality, but we were talking about all that stuff, and you know, how he still stays in touch and all that, she said, you were so good to him, you know, I used to take him out 
with me everywhere, and we, it, that's when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were huge. Yeah. And, and we used to call it Turtle Shop, and then we'd go every week and buy them one and all that. And, you know, it doesn't really – and it had nothing to do with buying your love or anything. It was just he and I enjoyed that so much. Enjoying the time. Yeah. 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 And that's, I mean, I think that's – I think – I think we're very much as well, like with women now working in careers and things like that. I mean, they're not stay-at-home mums and things like that. And yep. I think we're very guilty of not creating memories and things now. And it's like you're too busy working or you're too busy that. And I think it's important to make time for the people you love, make yeah. memories, take pictures. Because that's, see, like with my dad, um, when he passed away 10 years ago, you were only taking selfies. Yep. I think we'd be both. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Instagram, things like that. Yep. And do you know, I've got, the only picture I've got of me and my dad together is when I'm about nine months old. Oh, and wow. And that's the only picture wow. yep. I have of me and my dad together. Yep. I mean, we've got some family pictures as the years go on and things, but the only pictures of the two of us together is he's got me on his shoulder and I'm about yep. nine months old. And I sit and think, do you know what? See if he was alive today. You'd be taking selfies. You'd be like, you, you would go out and, I mean, look how, how many selfies do folk take in a night out now? Or if you're good for dinner. Yeah. How many people take pictures when you're going out for dinner? I mean, we wouldn't even think twice. You go out for dinner, you go and have your dinner, and that's yep. it, and then you go home. Yep. And I think it's important to take pictures, create memories, do all these nice things, because yep. they're what stick in your mind. They're what you think back on. And I mean, God forbid if anything ever happened to me, and I ended up with some of these vulnerable people that I work with, I would much rather have all these memories of the good times that I had yeah. and the things I'd done and the pictures I took then sitting there wishing, going, do you know, I wish I didn't work as much and I yep. wish I went and done this and I wish I spent more time with my family and yep. and things like that. And I think it's, it's very important that we, we we should be doing more of that. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 you know, and with Christmas coming up in like a week and a half, I mean, I love Christmas. I love decorating the outside of my house with lights, my trees up, everything. The place looks dynamite. And, you know, the whole idea, it's not only the giving, it's the feeling. I mean, if you yeah. really, you know, Christmas, if that doesn't move you a little bit, you are in trouble. You know, yeah. and I hate all you hear for, oh, it's, it's all commercial. Well, it's only commercial if you participate if you in it, it, right? If you do it, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. Like me and my friends, I mean, me and my best friend, Nicola, she is my absolute bestie and my rock in my life. She is just the bestest friend I've ever had. Yep. And I just, I love the girl to bits. And we do that. I mean, when it comes up to Christmas time, we live about an hour's drive away from each other. So what we do is we make a point of every six weeks of meeting up, whether it be afternoon tea or a spa day or something nice. like that. Yep. And what we do for Christmas presents is we make a memory. So we'll either go away for a spa day or we'll go away for a day out and do something. We've done things like photo shoots together and things like that. And we just create memories. And yep. that's our gifts to each other. And I would much rather have someone's time as a gift yeah. than an actual gift. Because yeah. that, that's priceless. That is absolutely priceless to have somebody's time and to make a memory and to take pictures or to just think back. Do you know what? Remember the day we done this? Yep. And that that is... You you can't put a price on that. You really can't. Hey, did you ever notice a real friend? And I know that if you have one great friend in your life, you're blessed. But did you ever notice a real friend like that? You could not talk to one another for a year, but the minute you meet, you can pick right back up. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, well, me, you can't even separate me and Nicola for a weekend, mind you. We constantly voice message. We don't even text anymore. Texting's too much hassle. We voice message every yep. day in life and things like yep. that. But I've got other friends who are really, really good friends. And like that, 
you can pick up where you left off. You know yeah. they're at the other side of the phone at any time. Yeah. Um, but I do think we're very guilty of leaving things of before. I mean, Eric's been a year since I've been on your show. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. that doesn't feel actually that long since I no. was last on, but it's been no. a year. And it's yep. like, God, that time's passed. And I think we're very guilty of doing things like that. It's like even if you've got a wee old gran and it's like, oh, I need to go down and visit my gran. Oh, I'll go next week. Oh, I'll yeah. go next week. I'll go next week. And before you know it, she's seriously ill or something terrible set in like dementia. And then you're going down going, she doesn't even remember me. And it's like, do you know what? There was all those weeks you never made an effort to go down. And before yep. you know it, time's, pa- time's yeah. passed. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah, think it's, it's, to think it's... Uh... 10 days from Christmas Eve, is, it blows my mind. I mean, it's like, oh, wow. I know. Where is this year gone? I, I this know. This year has just, January, February, dragged in, and then boom. Yep. February, summer happened, and yep. now all of a sudden, like, Halloween's come and gone. Everything's yep. just came and gone so quick. Um, yep. I, it really has come in. It's really, really been a quick year. It's been a it's, good year, mind you, but it's been really quick. Yeah, it, it's, it sneaks up on you, and bang. One thing I want to ask you as we keep going, Kara, is um, – I know you're at the gathering and all that, and we talked a little bit offline about, obviously, the different women who've been on this show that are going after the Dinnies in 19, and uh, Annika is one of them, obviously, from Finland, and she wants to hit the Dinnies and and no straps here. Um, Tell me what, now, I saw you, obviously... I saw you lifting the Ard Blair stones. I don't know if I saw any footage of you doing the Dinnies. Just just catch us up a little bit on the on the gathering, if you would. Um, yeah, the gathering was brilliant. I mean, Stevie should be so proud of himself and what he's yep. achieved with the gathering. It's just getting bigger and bigger every year. It's it's getting all. I mean, there was there was folk there with like the prosthetic legs and they yep. were doing it and it was so inspirational to watch. It's like, again, looking at the, what defines you as a person, these people, they would probably never have thought this was possible or something like that happening in somebody's life yep. to think, oh God, my life's over. It was so good to see, as I say, it was getting bigger, the Art Blair Stones was there. Um, it was fantastic. And then to see Lee, Lee lifting them, that girl is a beast, man. Like she <laughs> totally... She just totally dominated them. Yep. She was absolutely fantastic. Yep. Um, and I think people seeing Lee doing that, to see all the women now that have came forward and thinking, do you know what? See if Lee can do that. I can do that. Because Lee's not, she's she's a petite girl. She's yeah, a beautiful she's girl. Big, and I, right. Right. Do you know what? And I think seeing a girl like that lift it has made people realise, do you know what? I can do it. And again, it's giving you that, that matter and your, your mind over matter going, do you know what? I can lift them. I can yeah. do it. And people have started training. So I had started my training. I'd done the nickel stones. Yep. I think they were 253 combined. Yep. Um, so I managed to lift them. Um, I, though I felt like I was doing reps with it because I kept coming forward because it was my first time lifting a really big heavy stone at the front because they seemed to come up easily. Yep. And then I lifted the nickel stones and I kept getting pulled forward. So I feel I need to kind of come right in and kind of dominate the stone more. The bit like pull more at the front so at the back comes up at the same time so I need to get my technique more okay um so I really want to get back into my Denny Stone training because I was aiming for August because I'd like to do it for the gathering oh yeah um so I'm kind of giving myself a kind of long time frame because obviously I'm power lifting and things in the in between all that and it's hard it's hard when you're working and you're self-employed and you're, you're trying to train and things and then you're trying to do Denny Stone training because I've got my set days I do things and then when you start adding in Another, yeah. it's, it's not easy to, to sit and do the dinnies and it's, it, it knackers you 
So um, yeah, I want to I want to start adding that back into my training, and yep. I would like to come up and do Charlie Stones. Um, that is yeah. definitely on my bucket list yep. to come up and lift them. Um, but I think it's great seeing all the women coming forward now, going to give them a bash. And I think that that girl that lifted the is it Annika was it? Yeah, Annika. The, the girl. Yep. I think she'll do it. I mean, that was. I didn't think she didn't do hook grip, did she? That was like yeah. just normal grip, wasn't it? Or she, did she do hook she, grip when she done it? Oh, I. I mean, let's just say, all right, you go to the gathering in nineteen and you go after the Denny Stones. What what is, what is your thoughts? Straps? Would you go well, without I, them? What would you do at that I point? I quite like my thumbs, so yep. I will not be doing hook grip because okay. it looks like the most excruciating yeah, thing Yeah, it hurts ever. like hell. Aye, so I like my thumbs, and I would like to keep my thumbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I would do it with straps. Okay, um, okay. So yeah, I'd do it with straps because um, I don't think I could do hook grip. Um, I think... It, that just looks like absolutely self-harm. That is horrendous. And the states of folks' thumbs after it. Yep. No. I would, um, love, I I would stick- love to see the three of you or and whomever else. That I mean, what a field. And one other thing oh, I'll I get it right. I think it would be great. Were you there when Enzo lifted him? The Denny Stones? Um, Were you there that day? No, I don't think I was there. Okay. No. Be- I mean, when you think about it, he I think he was 63. He's the oldest guy. He, he's the oldest guy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, awesome guy, too. Because we wanted to get him on the show, but he doesn't speak English. And, um, uh, I, I, well, I think we're, we're, we're talking now. We might be able to have an interpreter with him. Because I had to do that with Tattoo from Finland. His wife speaks fairly good English. Annika could have come on, but she was in the United States, I think, at a meet. So we're trying more and more to do it through interpreters, or yeah. I could send him questions, he could send me the answers, and I could post them. And then them. you can, yeah, yeah, you could post them, yeah, because yeah. that would yeah. yeah, be really yeah. good. But I'm looking forward to the gathering this year. I think, I see, it's, I, I think it's, again, social media, it's, it, the more and more people are posting stuff and things, the more aware people are coming of it. As I say, I've, I've previously spoke before on your show yeah. about how many people don't even know about manhood stones in Scotland. And it's like, it's part of our history. It's yeah. part of who we are. It's part of basically manhoods. That's it. It's basically part of strength. And it's a natural way to t- test your strength. Like, how do we not know about this? We'll go into a gym and lift a dumbbell, but we don't actually think back. How, like how far did it go back like yeah. where did this all originate from and and testing your strength and things like that and we'll all watch strong man and things like that but we don't actually think of the history of our like scotland and things and the stone lifting that that happened all those years ago we just as i say the amount of people that don't really know about it yeah but i think more of social media has gone on and i think things like the kilts when people start wearing the kilts like well, what are they doing why, why yeah. are they out randomly yeah. somewhere picking up bricks and kilts and doing yeah. things like that? And I think it just gives more awareness of it, and it is becoming a bigger thing. Yeah, I, I agree totally. Um, but it's nice to see uh, you're you're starting to see more a feel more in the field of the women lifting them. And from what Stevie was telling me, I mean, obviously we had Art Blair this year, and we had the Inverse Stone, and that was real interesting too with Martin. Um, but I, I know there were some disabled athletes lifting too, because we've been talking to a few of them, but it sounds like Charlie for 19, it's going to be. 
Well, Carrie, you know, we were talking about the gathering and, you know, some of the things that were going on this year. And I know that Jack was there among many people. Um, Obviously, you and I both know, I mean, you made the reference before, and I thought it was great because I feel the same way. To see that gentleman lift those Denny Stones in the shirt and the dress shirt and the tie and the pants and the shoes, that to me really gives testament to what he is. I mean, doesn't have wraps on, and I know the kilt is traditional and all that stuff, but that's what I think I dig about the guy the most. Besides, he's not a 350-pound guy either. You know, yeah, it's, that, I mean, you the know, uniqueness of it, you look at him, you, yeah. you, you see he looks like he just stepped out of church and literally was walking along and going, oh, do you know what, I'm going to pick these stones up. That's what it looks like happened that day. Like It doesn't look like it was planned or right. anything like that. Right. Right. It's literally just looks like he walked out somewhere and picked up these stones. Yep. And I like yep. the uniqueness of that. And I love the pictures and everything of it. I think it looks, it, it's very, I mean, Jack, is there to see he's, I, I think Jack's still got it. He's a crazy oh, yeah. guy. He's a total legend. Total, total legend. Such a nice guy. Saying, I was telling you he had that nightstick thing and he was, yep. we were sitting eating scones in the living room talking away and then he comes through with this thing and starts, <laughs> and do you know all this yep. in the living room? And it's like, I'm sitting there like, oh my God. Yeah. What the he's what gonna the hit me. That guy's still got yep. it. Like, yep. he's just, has, he's a great guy and he's so funny as well. And I just think he's such a great guy. He's just a big legend in the, yep. the, the industry, yep. the, the Denny Stones and everything. He's just, and Stevie is doing him proud with everything Killer. that he does. Stevie just, if he needs a Stevie in their life, he's a cracking guy. He really is. I, I love Stevie to bits. He's, he's a great guy. Well, I'll tell you this. He said, because, you know, we mentioned you, your name. I told him you were coming on the following Friday. And he said, I had told Kara she's welcome anytime with me. And um, yeah, that's yeah, the kind, that's that a, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, the that's the kind of guy he is, though. He's a, he's a class act that really, you know, you talk about humble people. They are humble people. And as I was telling Kara before, you know, the big surprise, it was probably about three months ago. Stevie was coming on. It was during the day. And he says, I have somebody here I want you to meet. And I'm like, okay. It's Jack Shanks, man. And the three of us did a show awesome. impromptu. You know, I didn't know he was coming on. And I'll tell you what, Jack was great with me. He said, you know, Eric, I could talk to you for hours. And that was, uh, a, nice, that was a pretty nice compliment coming from him. But. You know, he's the kind of guy, I don't know him, You obviously you've spent time with him, but he reminds me of the kind of guy that would be a great next-door neighbor, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He'd be in there cutting your grass and making sure you're all right <laughs> and walking your dog and everything. Like, yep. Jack, he's just, he's such a great-natured person, yeah. and you can see where Stevie gets it from. Yeah, yep. Um, and just yep. the love and the connection between the two of them. As I say, yeah. we were talking about earlier on about telling folk you love each other and things like that. See, with yep. that, the love in that family, you yep. they wouldn't even need to tell each other they love each other you can just see it from yeah. them and the pride yeah they're all proud of each other and just yeah i they are a great great family i mean i say jack is just awesome i could spend all day with jack i think he's just the best guy ever it was yeah. like when he's filming lifts as well he gets i think it was the ipad or something brought yeah. out or that phone and he's like how can i see myself because the camera <laughs> facing him yeah <laughs> we were all laughing like jack you need to turn the camera around and everything and he's laughing away and he's just such he's such an easygoing guy yeah and see even with stevie as well see everybody needs a stevie in their life he's the most awesome guy i think see that guy that guy could 
be living in the street and have nothing yeah. and he'd still be the most positive person in the world because yeah. he's just so happy. Yeah. Like he is honestly he's just such a great guy. He's got a great persona about him and I uh, he just gives you such a buzz. I I love spending time even with Heather and things like that. The two of them are just meant for each other. They're a great couple. Yeah. And you know, there's something about people that are real energized, real enthusiastic, and they go after life full bore. No matter what happens, you have those days when you get knocked down, you get sucker punched. But the whole thing with everything is never lose sight of what you're going after because you are going to get there. And this is what I try to get everybody with us on board. Keep conveying the message. Keep the message over and over yeah. and over Have again. Have your goals and yep. work towards it, whether it take a month, 10 months, a year, two yep. years. Have a plan. Have yep. a goal of what you want to achieve and you work towards it. See, I've always got a plan. I want a big deadlift. I'd be up, I'd love to be up there with the 200 kilo deadlifters. Just Ooh. now my max rep is 150. Yep. So my next step will be get 155. Nice. Once I've got 155, get yep. 160. And I'll keep doing that till I work my way up and I reach my goal. Yep. And that's what I mean. When I, I, I Literally nearly just over a year ago, I was pulling 100 kilo. And my, I was seeing all these people pulling 150. And I'm like, oh, my wish I was pulling 150. Now I'm like, I'm yeah. back at the 150 club. And it's like, no matter how long it takes you to get there, set your goal and work towards it and just don't stop. Just keep positive, keep working towards it and... I see your progress, track your progress. Yep. Well, you know what else, too? And I'm a major believer in this, and I said it before. What you think about most is coming your way. And maybe right now with all of us, there's like, okay, where are we going here? You know, where are we doing with our training, our entrepreneurship and all that? But if you keep your head on, and you keep doing the things you need to do, listening to things, reading things, being around people, whether they lift or not, they're a positive influence. They look at life in a way that I'm just happy I can put my feet on the floor in the morning and get up. When you do that, you're going to get and attract more and more people like that into your life. And then suddenly it's going to be like, well, hey, I, I, you know, we've got a group here. Would you like to join us? And, you know, we're yeah. going to we're gonna lift our guts out every day, and we're going to help one another with our goals. Or, you know, there's a bunch of us that own all business. You know, we're all small business owners. None of us have been around for a long, long time. But, you know, we're, we're doing mastermind groups or whatever. This is the stuff that happens. This is what separates winners from losers and you know oh, nobody... definitely surround yourself with people yeah thrive on it set your own goals sometimes it just takes to look in the mirror and go remember what you want remember who you are whether you need to write it down in a note what you want even if it's a small goal people yeah. listening to this who have never stepped foot in a gym yeah. and their goal is you know i would love to go and learn how to train weights yeah. make your first step going to the gym yep so it's like you know what i maybe didn't lift the weights but I went into the gym and I spoke yeah. about it to the people in the gym and I joined. Yep. And then the next day you've went in and you've had your induction. Yep. Before you know it, you've booked a PT. Yep. You're getting taught how to lift weights. Before you know it, you're on your own doing your own programs. You're then right. you're researching things. Then you're trying out new techniques. Don't be scared to do anything. Just go and do it and grab it. As I say, life's too short. That's yep. I keep thriving on. Life is far too short. Yep. Set your goals and go and do it. Whether it's small baby steps towards it. Whether it's you want to do big jumps, just do it and work hard to get it. Yeah, you be, get there. Yeah, only person stopping you is you. Yeah, that's it. You'll get that, there. And don't worry about opinion. 
That's the big thing. No, you know how many dreams people have been are killed. always going to right. have a people are always going to have an opinion. If yep. you were to let every opinion of you get to you, you, you wouldn't go out. It's as simple as that. It's, I mean, I don't care what people say about nope. me. I've got people. People nope. will slate you. People will slate you. See your stuff you put on the internet. People will slate anything, but. That that's just their if they want to do that it's their prerogative do you know what I mean you don't let yeah. anything like that get to you you surround yourself with your positive people you remind yourself what you're working hard towards because yep. it's like we when you see we skinny people in the gym like we skinny boys in the gym like a young boy and he's he's got no muscle and he's in there and he's lifting weights and he's maybe think people are looking at him going what's he doing he's only lifting two and a half kilo five kilo yep but there's going to be a day that wee boy will bulk up and work hard and lift the big weights and people will then be looking at him admiring him yeah it's like never, don't don't forget your goal. Just keep thriving there and don't let any anybody bring you down. No, not at all. And and the nice thing, you know, I think with everything, any type of, you know, lifting your relationships with everything you do, you don't need to have a thousand people revolving in your life. You I just, just have to have the right people. Exactly. I, I feel that more now than ever. It's like I don't feel at this point that I need to go out and meet anybody to just keep adding to the circle to keep because yeah. because right now I've got such focus on a few things that I, I I want I I want to be so involved with this like I am and working it and building the craft and and, yeah. and learning I think you want to network yeah. with people you want to build up with people you want to get yourself known yep. and things. Yep. But you always have your your circle that you know have your back, and they're yep. your people. You and always have your people. You know, and that's a hard thing because uh, I hate to say it. You know, I said loyally in the beginning, and a lot of other things. A lot of people are lip service. I hate to say it, and uh, yeah. and they'll tell you what you want to hear, but you know, I, I'm very careful. I won't say, uh, and I'm. I go out. I, I talk to anybody. I love talking to people. I'm interested. But what I'm saying is, I'm very careful who I shake hands with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, you know who your friends are. You know who yep. your loyal ones are. You know who's got your back. You know who's there to help you. You know who's sitting there smiling when you're thriving. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And you know who's got you sitting there, basically got your back when you're down. And yeah. that's it. I mean, just surround yourself, say, with, with positive people and people you know are there. You can be nice to people. You can be pleasant. You can network. You can do that. But you know who's got your back. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing I found, too, is this. Don't harbor anything. Be, and, you know, well, people say, well, you get pissed. at I, I said I do, but I don't hold it. And I'll tell you why. And yeah. I learned this a few years back. If you're concerned about other people, what they think about you, or if they've hurt you and all that, and none of us want that, all right? It's not right. We know that, whatever. But here's the thing I found, and it's helped me so tremendously, is this. If you're concerned about all those things, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not making your entrepreneurship better. Your lifting's not better. Your new relationships aren't better. Your friends and family aren't better. No. Why? Because that's all you're thinking about are all these other people. People. Don't do that. It's robbing no. you. It's robbing you're you. You're yourself doing that. Yep. Sometimes yep. you have to just let it go and let move it go. on. Yep. And basically distance yourself from negativity. If there's a situation you're in and it's negative, distance yourself and take yep. it out and surround yourself with positivity. Because if you're done it and you're in a horrible rut, it's just yep. going to drag you deeper into that rut. Hell yeah. And that's not a place you want to go. You want to surround yourself with positive people. You want a positive mind. 
you want goals set and you want to basically just just thrive and just do what you want to do. That's what I, I say to people. I've said this before on the radio and stuff. I said, if you're near me, come on over on a 20-blow night. It'll make you forget your troubles real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you won't have time to worry about anything because your ass is trying to survive outside, you know, carrying a stone that you can't even hold on to because it's so cold. Um, here's another, another thing because a few more questions before we wind up. 2019, I know you said you got a meet coming up in March, I believe it was. And yeah. obviously, you're going to go after the gathering for sure. Um, what? I'm, I mean, we talk lifting all the time, and, and, and that's the basis of everything here, strength, because the way it transcends. But obviously, you're an entrepreneur and stuff, too. What, what do you got planned? I mean, what are you thinking at this point? With the business, what do you want to do as far as growing it? Obviously, you're growing yourself with the training and all that, but what would you like to see this time next year with with the training and and the business and everything else? What do you got to think and thought? Um, with my business, I mean, I'm happy the way things are going just now. Um, okay. I made a big change in the last year that gave me a better work-life balance. I was out working 12-hour shifts most days. I was very tired and run myself down. And I basically got it to, I do my 12-hour shift on a Wednesday, Thursday privately. And then I work my NHS days. And I take my weekends off, which is a thing I never used to do. So I'm kind of really happy the way things are going and work. Maybe thrive more in my NHS job, get a band six job. Yep. Basically going into a more specialist area. And just can keep continuing with my business. I've got a really successful business. And I'm so for grateful you. for everything. Like if it wasn't for my patients coming to me, I wouldn't have a business. I'm so grateful for all the work that I have. Yep. Um, so I'm really happy with the way that's going. Just continue to keep that work-life balance and making time for me. Because I was very, very guilty of not doing it. And I think when you are self-employed, you feel you need to work, 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 work. And yeah, take the work when it's you're coming. Right. And you tell yourself and it does no good. But I've built up to a point now I can pick and choose when I work. Nice. And I'm really happy with that. And saying that helps me with my training because I can go in and I can smash my training. <laughs> and I can go in. Because I'm not feeling like I'm going to die come the Sunday. I'm not done in, knackered, run down, yep. lack of vitamins, feeling anemic, everything like that. Because um, I've actually got an autoimmune disease as well, which my body attacks my joints. Yep. It's a form of yep. rheumatoid arthritis. Yep. So I don't know how often I'm going to be, like how long I'm going to be able to lift for before my sure. joints end up mangled in some yep. way. Um, so there's days I get up and I'm really run down because my, my immune system's really low and things, or my joints are really sore and I've no grip strength. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, I work through that. I come up because I've now got a better work-life balance. My health is much better. Um, and I, I mean, I go into the gym, I can smash my training, I can set myself yep. bigger goals, I can do all that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm competing in March, it's tattooed and strong, it's called, and it's um, bench press and deadlift only. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to that because I'd, I've not benched in a competition since April, and I last benched 55 kilo. But a couple of months ago, I managed to do a 62 and a half in the gym. Um, and I'm like, right, that's me smash seven and a half kilo on top of my PB at the competition. So I'm hoping for something bigger again come come March. Um, and the same with my deadlift. I'm at a lower body weight. I've lost quite a bit of weight recently. I put on quite a lot of weight, mind you. I was um, yep. enjoying life a bit too much and <laughs> yeah. enjoying all the carbs. Yep. Um, so I've, I've managed to lose a bit of weight back down to a comfortable weight. 
Um, not feeling as strong with my deadlift, um, but I'm going to build that back up and hopefully pull a really good deadlift uh, tattooed and strong. Yeah. Um, and on Sunday, I'm actually going to test my max squat. See, I've had the fear training myself, and it's like I'm not got a mono lift; it's a power cage. And and then I've got the guy that in the, the new gym that I'm in, SW Fitness, and he's been doing my leg PT sessions every week with me. He totally kills me. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It makes me. I mean, the, the weights I'm lifting with him is phenomenal. And I've, he's going to come in and help spot me. So I've got a spot nice. to help me with my. My squatting, and I'm acting. You know, you're gonna have to give me a couple of slaps and things. I like to be slapped before I, I do my lessons. Like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And I'm like, it's a bit random. Like, you're in a new gym. It's like, can you slap me, please? And can yeah. you can you do this? Can you do yeah. that? And yeah. So yeah. So he's going to come in. I've had to learn how to wrap my knees. I've never had to wrap my own knees, and I've yeah. had to. I've been sitting practicing all. That's been the, the highlight of my week. Sitting at night, tying my knees up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there tying up my knees, wrapping them all, finding different techniques. What works for me? Yep. Mastered it. Got something that suits me, and I'm looking forward. I'm going to carb up tomorrow. I'm going for pizza tomorrow. I can't wait. And I'm going to carb up tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm all set for my big lifts on Sunday, and I'm absolutely, I'm terrified, but buzzing to try it because I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to see what I can do in the squat because it's one of my weakest. Um, one of my weakest events, and I feel quite strong at it just now, so Good. I'm looking forward to that. So I just basically working working hard towards my, my aims, taking small steps, and um, I say I'm going to try and get maybe a set of Denny's rings made and start practicing yeah. my Denny stones again, get up to Charlie's. Yep. So all this is basically on 2019, I've decided as a year going to focus on me. Um, I've been very, I, I, when I'm in a relationship or things like that, I forward plan quite a lot. But when I'm on my own, I don't seem to do that a lot. It's always holding off to see what happens. Yeah. And I've decided 2019 is not going to be that. 2019, I'm going to do things for myself. Yeah. To see when the world dates get released and I'm going to the world championships. I'm booking my flight. I'm terrified of flying and I've never done it on my own. But I'm booking my flight and I'm going to pre-book it. It's going to be booked in advance and I'm going to plan out my year to suit me and not hold off and wait and see what happens. I'm literally going to do my year to suit myself Good. and have my own goals and still smash it. So I yeah. think, yeah, uh, with an attitude like that, how can't you win? I want to ask you one last question, Kara. Um, I mean, you've been in you've been in a lot of competitions. You've witnessed a lot of them. Um, obviously, you've traveled with some exceptional stone lifters, been around really the um, – inner workings of a lot of it. What? Do, where do you see, because I, I, I'll explain this before I, I ask you the question. Charlie and I have gotten into this a lot of times about the Ard Blair Stones. And I got a great note from Stevie, and he sent me um, one of the medallions. And the note was basically, I know you weren't here. We wish you were here. But I thought you deserved this with all the promotion oh, and nice. the way you've and the way you've opened up stones with the show so much and had so many of a sign. And I was like, that's what I do too. I love it. But um, and it was a very nice note from Stevie. I mean, and we had the two of them on one night, and I I talked to Charlie a lot about this because we mentioned Lawrence and everything. But I think what he's doing there is exceptional. I'll tell you why. When you see those young kids, whether they put an X on the side of the barrel or they can barely just get it up on it, 
I think it's exceptional stuff, and, and I'll tell you why. And I know because Charlie said it's prevalent in the U.K. and everywhere else. Obesity obesity is a killer. It's a, so yeah. dangerous. We've got so much of it here, so many kids on insulin, et cetera, et cetera. I think what he's doing with the Art Blair Stones is great, and I'll tell you why. You know, you watch the smile on these kids' faces because I've watched so much of the video. And I said to Charlie, you know, if you can even get 1%, 2%, 3%, and whether they lift this stuff the rest of their life, but they start learning that their body needs to become functional and mobile yeah. and strong, I just think that is exceptional because how many people I, – I know people have come here I've coached. Oh, I, I I just want to walk or I want to learn how to do calisthenics. I said, well, let's start with like a five-pound sandbag. I can't do that. Well, they're moving from sandbags to stones, you know, and it's like you mentioned this earlier on. Things can happen, you know, things transpire in you mentally. We talked about DNA programming and subconscious and all that. That's why I say to people, never say never. And what he's doing no. with those Atlas Stones with those kids and everybody. I mean, well, it's I great. Say, cause it's, they're going to a lot of yeah. family days out, highly yeah. games, things like that, festivals. Yeah. It's getting people known. And the fact that anybody in the public can go up and try them, you don't yeah. need to be a strong man. You don't need yeah. to be any age. And I think it's great. And I think even when you see kids deadlifting or kids starting to pull up stones and things yep. like that, I think it's fantastic. I mean... When you look at how, like when, when I was younger, I was out playing all the time till my mum shouted me in to eat. Even yep. at then, I didn't even come in to eat till she shouted me. I would have happily stayed out and not ate. Yeah. And it's like now kids are in bedrooms and they're sitting eating crisps and they're eating pizzas and they're eating rubbish. And yep. it, it's totally, they're not getting stimulated. Whereas they're out there, I mean, look at how happy Lawrence is. As you were seeing the smile on his face, the achievement oh, yeah. he's got. He's sitting there learning. You're learning about history. You're learning about strength and everything like that. And I think it's great to see kids involved in that. Yeah. And I do. I would like to see more of it. And I would like to think with strong man and strong woman being a big thing now. I mean, they're very televised now, and everybody's talking about like Eddie Hall and everything. Yeah. And all the strong men. Yeah. Like I would like to think it inspires children to go. Do you know what? I want to do that. Like I want to go. I I don't want to sit in front of the computer and talk to my friends online and things like. That. I want to go out and go and find a rock and lift it, whether it's yeah. down a beach and yeah. going and lifting a rock or something like that, and and, and hopefully it inspires people. Then yeah. when they see our Blair Stones at the events and things like that, they're looking going. Do you know what? I, I followed this around and I lifted two stones last time. This yeah. time I've lifted three. And the wee sense of achievement, as I say. No matter what age you are, you, you can have goals, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think it's great to encourage your children to do things like that. I um, agree. Especially even girls as well. I mean, strong women, this it's a big thing coming up and I think it's great to see. So, yeah, I, I totally love the fact that they're, they're becoming more and more popular and they're travelling about and going to all these family-orientated things. I see, and then even when Lawrence comes in and tries it, Charlie himself, has, he's got his own son into it. Yeah. I think it's great, and Lawrence Weasel at blog and things like that. It's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yep, like, yep. I just think it's amazing, and I, I, I just think you can see such a happy child, a healthy child. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, you know that's what, what you, you want to see. Well, you know, it's interesting, too. It was funny because I said this to Charlie, like, when they met Zadrunas, and there's Lawrence sitting with Zadrunas, like, shooting the shit. Yeah. 
And I said to Charlie, I said, does he get this? What's going on? He goes, Eric, he just thinks this is everyday life. I was like, I've never <laughs> met, I've never met Zadruna Savickas. I'd love to have him on the show. <laughs> and it's funny as hell when he says that. But here's the question. We talked a little bit about, you know, the Art Blair Stones and everything. And this is, you, you kind of mentioned what I was going to ask you, but from a woman's point of view, from a strong woman's point of view, and you know my feeling here, how I want this show mainstream. I know people don't like that name, but, you know, we're talking about people that we want to promote. Yourself, anybody, Charlie, Stevie, myself. Strong people that want to bring people in here. But as from a woman's eye here, what are you seeing right now? Obviously, Lee pulled a big one off, but... As as a whole, with strength, the way we want to present it, the way we want to get people interested in it, where do you see women now? Obviously, they're becoming so much more prevalent and out there in strength. Where do you see it going, not only for women, but the whole strength sport itself? Oh, I definitely see it getting a bigger and bigger thing. I mean, I think yeah. women have realized now you don't wait train and become a man. You don't weight train and get bulky. And yep. you, it's like, it was always like, I don't want to do that because it's like, I'm not going to weight train. I'm just going to do cardio because I don't want to go that big muscle way. And it's like, right. more do I look that big muscle way? No, I'd like to think I've still got a feminine figure about me. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I, yep. Yep. Like a feminine like, like image about me. Like, I like to lift. I like to lift heavy. I'll grunt. I'll groan. I'll swear. I'll call people names. I'll totally get in a rage. But I still look feminine and I enjoy what I yep. do. And yep. I think seeing, I mean, there's more and more videos going on about strong women. Folk are yep. wanting to build a big booty. Big booties are the big thing. People wanted skinny legs at one point and be skinny bums and everything like that and be a size six and a size eight. Now folk are like, you know what? I want to be a 12, 14 in the bottom, a size 10 in top. <laughs> I want yep. this and I want that. Which yep. is a thing I used to be self-conscious of when I was younger. I always had bigger thighs, bigger bum, bigger arms. Yep. And I hated it. My yep. friends were all stick thin and I'm like, ah, I feel fat. And yep. see, now I'm like, ah, my booty's better than yours. I've got cracking <laughs> legs. Like, I could literally squash things with my thighs. You yep. can't. You've got a big gap between your thighs. Nobody yep. wants gaps. We want to be strong. And I think seeing empowered women and seeing women basically, like, it's strong. To, they're training. They're putting their videos up. It's inspiring people. Yep. I get people messaging me. I mean, I'm not the strongest of women. There's a lot of women out there that are much stronger than me that are totally, they inspire me. But yep. I get people messaging me. And they're like, oh, I've seen you doing this. Or, oh, I've seen you doing that. And it's actually really nice. Like, I'm like, oh, God, I've actually done influencing somebody because I posted a video doing this. Or, like, people that are genuinely happy when you get your, your big deadlift or something like that. And I, I just think it's a big up-and-coming thing. And I think we should definitely keep pushing it out there. Oh, yeah. See, this, next year's your year. I mean, this is a, a strength sports, a big upcoming thing. Stone fluffing is a big upcoming thing. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. Thank you. Thank just you. Just get it all out there. The more it's out there, the more people talk about it. I so say, get your kids into it. Stop your kids on the computer. Get them out. Get them lifting. Take them down the beach. Yeah. Throw stones. Pick up stones. Pick up sticks. Throw logs. There's loads of stuff washed up on the beach. Go to your countryside. Do it up yeah. there. Get yep. your kids out and about. Get them learning about history. Get them learning about strength. Get them feeling good. Get them eating good. And I think it's just a, a, a thing that hopefully we're all pushing towards and we're hopefully yeah. steering away. Because even like my nephew, as I say, he's 13 and his mum was saying to me the other day, he's like, I only eat proper food now, and it's like he doesn't want any crap. He's right. talking about like he wants meat and things like that, and it's like, do you know what? That's actually quite a good thing. Yeah, that's not a yeah. bad thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think just keep uh, women out there, just keep doing what you're doing. Post your videos, inspire other women. Yeah. Don't sit and think you're attention seeking. Don't think you're doing that. 
Get your videos up. Get shown what you can do. Inspire women. Get more women into it. Talk to other women. Empower together and just say same with kids, the same with the men. Keep doing it. Yeah. And um, I think it's such a big up and coming thing and I think it's, it's a great thing. I really do. Well, I think you can take... This is one of the, the major strength areas out there. You know, you, you can equate it to other sports. But how many things can you take, whether it's a stone, a sandbag, an Olympic bar? Yep. And you can take it and bring it down to the smallest variable you want. So there's nobody that can't join in on this. And that, That's to me, it. yeah, it's so to, unique. Yeah, You go into a gym. Yep. They'll start for two kilo dumbbells. Yep. Start for the lowest and work your way up. You set, Absolutely. You set your goal. Set your goal. Where do you want to be? Where do you want to be in a month? Where do, I mean, already, I mean, I'm back training properly. Like the last month or so, I've been back properly training. Yep. My leg sessions, I've actually, I've dropped my weight. And I was actually saying to my PT the other day, I'm noticing big changes already in my body. Yeah. Yep. And I've been weight training for three years now. Yep. It's like, God, I'm noticing even the last month, the changes in my body. It can happen in six weeks. You can notice a big difference. Oh, yeah. You can go into the gym one week and then go in the following week and you're like, do you know what? This is actually feeling really good. See, even my leg sessions, he's telling me you're getting stronger. We're doing more reps. Yep. He had me doing the leg press with six plates each side. It was like 240 kilo on the leg yep. press and he had me doing 20 reps with it. Wow. And I'm like, I, I, I thought I was going to die, mind you, but my yeah. legs, like, I actually just didn't feel part of me anymore. I felt, oh, God, we're horrendous. But I was like, I'd done that. And he's like, that wasn't even a struggle. And I'm like, yeah, it was. I've only done five plates. <laughs> I've done five plates aside, but this week, my six plates aside felt like my five plates aside. Yeah. My strength yep. is going up. It's going yep. there. It's getting there. And it's like, just set yourself a goal. Go in. Whether it be just, I'm going to go into the gym today to have a look. People welcome you in the gym. They want to talk to you. They want to show you about it's not a scary place. Just go in and do it. Just get a bit of balls and just go in and do it, even if it's, say it's just visiting the place and then going back for an induction. Set your goals and just follow them through and see where you can be even in six weeks' time. Yeah, I, I like I said, um, you and some of the other women on here, I couldn't be happier because, you know, you, you mentioned strength and femininity, femininity, and I think that's very important because um, – it gives this. I think a lot of our sport has got a black eye attached to it for a lot of things. People stereotype not, it's a stereotypical yeah, thing. Yeah, it People is. Automatically it is. think women that lift weights look yep. like men, and we don't. Yep. I mean, I used to be terrified of weights. Three years ago, I would never have touched a weight, right. no dumbbell, no nothing. I would have went into a gym and totally both avoided that area, not getting near it. And then I got PT sessions, and then I got more involved in it. And now I will happily walk in there and just oh, yeah. do my own thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, as it's, I mean, it, it, you, you want to lift heavy, you can lift heavy. If you want to go in and do weights and do low, low weights and low reps, that's that's what you want to do. But set yeah. yourself goals and do it to suit yeah. yourself. Not everybody wants to fling the biggest weight about. Not everybody wants to sit and say, well, I want to lift heavier next week. Some people are happy just to keep it stable. And I if agree. that's what suits you, that's what suits you, that's your goals. But yeah, I think but, it's... But you know something else, Cara? This is the thing. I don't care who you are. Not unless you have no pride or courage or anything. People like to look good. Men like to look good. Women like to look good. And, you know, contrary, I don't know how it is where you are. I mean, here it's like you never know. You know, you look nice today. The next thing you know, your ass is going to get fired for harassment or something like that. And I'll tell you a quick story. Real interesting. An ex-girlfriend. I met last Christmas at a local pub here. I was picking up a pizza. And she was with two of her friends. 
and we had dated for a while, and we split up, and she got married. And I hadn't seen her probably in almost four years. So there she is. There's Kate. And Eric, da 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 da. And she's with two of her friends from work. And there's been, at this time, there's a lot of stuff going on in New York with the state and this harassment stuff and people getting terminated and the whole thing. All right. Okay. Make a long story short, I'll cut to the chase. Her marriage didn't last, which. I don't know if it surprised me or not. Um, and she said to me like this, <clears throat> and both of her friends, too. And they're good-looking women, believe me. And she said, I can't get a date. And I'm like, what? And the other two were kind of like the same way. And I said to them, do you want, what do you think's going on? I said, well, you, you, you hear all the stuff on the news if you hear it. And... It's all about all this stuff. Um, And I said, you girls are good looking. You probably intimidate a lot of men. And I said, I'll be honest with you, probably most men are gun shy right now because of what's transcending. And I said, look, nobody, male or female, has no right to talk to you in, in a degrading way, okay? I mean, we screw around and stuff, but you know when enough's enough. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, you can't have it both ways, all right? And that's the thing right now I think a lot of people are dealing with. They don't know what to say, how to act. You know, am I going to get yeah. in trouble for this? Human beings aren't made. Am I made... going to offend? Am I going to do that? Right, the whole right. thing, I mean, even right. see the way you speak to people soon and harassment and getting people done. I, people don't know how to approach other people. They don't no, know what to say. No. It's, I. Hey, yeah. you know what? There's people that said, I just as soon have virtual this and virtual that. Well, you know, I love human beings. I love girls. That's the way it is. I like to meet <laughs> people and all that. And I think it's very important to everything you do, the human touch, um, being there for people, you know, complimenting people. I Look, if I see a woman that's good looking – and we start talking, I'll tell her that. Now, that might get me a left hook, or it might get me it might get me a hug. I don't know. I, but what I'm saying is but now... I mean, years ago, before I weight trained, yeah. somebody goes, do you know what? You've got a really big ass. I was like, oh, my God. I'm fat. See, now, like, Carrie, your ass is really big. I'm like, thank you. I've been squatting, and I've been doing this, and I'm uh, trying to get it bigger. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, everything's totally changed nowadays and how, how people take things. But, yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, you got, I, I hate to say it to people, but you really got to have thick skin if you want to live in this world. And if you don't, oh, you're... I mean, I've yeah. got thick skin. I can take yeah. a joke. I can take a slagging. I yeah. can even take folk being critical or folk just being arseholes, basically, yeah. as well. Yeah. I've got thick skin. Yeah. I work in the NHS. And yeah. I work with people that are, that are elderly and tell me that they say things to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you shouldn't be saying that to me. But, yeah, I'm thick-skinned in my job. I'm thick-skinned in the gym. I'll t- happily take folk giving me advice and critiquing my form and critiquing yep. things. Yep. Folk giving abuse, carry on. If that's a highlight of your day, if that's what makes you happy, yeah. on you go. Have on it. your bike. Have it. That's it. Yeah. Um, Summarize anything you want. Give out any information, obviously, how everybody can get a hold of you. I'll give out my info, and if you just hang on the line, and we will get you together for next year. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Just contact me on Facebook. Anybody want to talk I'm on Facebook? I'm on. It's under Cara Shaw. Well, you usually tag me in the podcast anyway. Um, I'm Cara the Foot Whisperer, just because I'm a podiatrist, no foot fetish on Instagram. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Cara the Foot Whisperer okay. on Instagram for anyone that wants to get a hold of me and just everybody get your goals, no matter how big or small, and get them smashed. 2019. Going I like that. Gear. Smash it. Um, Smash this, it. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. As I said, go out to Fiorello Barbell Car Winners and Champions, Inc. Also, to invest in FBC and M&M. Um, go out to motivationandmuscle.com, obviously. Um, there's, what, a thou- over a 1,000 shows I'll have this show up with Karen and I on Sunday at the latest. Um, go through and, and look at the other two we've done. Uh, incredible stuff. Um, and we're going to keep growing and growing the enterprise here. Also, too, go out to MotivationMuscle.com. Sign up for a free newsletter. When I put stuff out, which I have not in a while, you will get a ton, though, still in your inbox. Also, too, invest in Motivation Muscle. Everything is out there on the homepage. Um, You know, come in, do an investment. I'm telling you right now, we will conduct 30 years of money for one another. It's very, very, very smart to do. So take a peek at that. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. If there's a show you'd like Kara and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.R.com. I'm sure we can put anything you want together. Also, too. We are on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten all the time. We thank you for that. We are on Spotify. We are on Google um, Podcast. Um, we're also on AHA Directory, which is AHA. You can get M&M in your car 24-7 every day. Also, too, if someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words to inspire will change your life forever. My mom said when we were kids all the time, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through. And especially this time of year, it's very hard on a lot of people. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great hoose of steel stone says the crusher in blood red, domination we are domination we clear cut the path we don't follow anyone's dominate obliterate and dent everything in your path russell fur says from day one when i listen to your shows i swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers it's more like a tidal wave brother gets taller and wider every day frank klein my greatest business college professor repetition 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 Quitters never win, and winners never quit. What do you know about that? That's something. Um, My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. I'll be down there at first dawn um, to honor my dad's memory at the cemetery, and my brother Jimmy is buried right next to him. Um, It's very important in the Fiorello family tomorrow. And I can never repay my father for everything he's done for me. And he doesn't even, I don't know what what he knows or not. I do believe his energy is still around me 
And as I said this afternoon, thank you, Dad. I love you, and, and I appreciate everything you've instilled in me. Also, too, John Ridge, who's like a father figure to me after my pop passed away. He was a great, great chiropractor, and he'd walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. Keep smiling. I'm telling you, it will change everything. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road. Tell a hundred or more of your friends are coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. The thing is, we need you. You need us. Tell your friends about us. Share the shows with everybody you know. Especially, we've really cooled the language down. Not that it was real bad before. And I mainly did that because there's so much pertinent information that kids it would help them with, like, Kara, all the stuff we were talking about tonight. It, it It's essential. We need to get people on board here. We need to change the culture, and we can do it. I know we can. Also, too, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And how many people would say that in today's world? And before we sign off... I'm going to read something very short that I read every show. It's from Of Stones and Strength, the late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin. And it's about the inverse stone, a little poem. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass. That until now has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons I'll be calling Steve Jack. That is a metaphor for life, too. What are you doing on life's call? Are you standing on the sidelines and waiting for it to happen? Or are you going to make it happen? As I say all the time, we lost Steve this year to pancreatic cancer. Steve's been on this show. I spoke to Steve about a month and a half before he passed away. Um, Steve was the main reason I started lifting stones. When I saw the DVD of him in Iceland, that changed my life forever. And not many people have that type of influence on me. I give a big thanks to Steve Jack. You are missed, believe me, very much so. Um, and don't forget this. You're all winners and champions. If anybody tells you differently, it's time to move on. Get away from that. Surround yourself with winners and champions, believe me. Kara. What an honor. It's great to have you back. 19, I want to get you on here as much as you can do it. Uh, oh, definitely. What a, what a great show. Uh, great topic. Um, we really dug into some stuff tonight, and I know it's going to be uh, very, very enjoyed by the family and whomever else hears it. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So for Kara Shaw, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this. Life is asking something from you. Stand up. Measure up and do it. Have a great weekend. As I said, the show will be up Sunday. Steve, uh, Steve Cotter's on with me tomorrow. That's going to be an interesting show for sure. Um, I think it's really going to hit fathers and sons quite a bit. So we'll talk to you tomorrow, and then we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great weekend, and go out and do something magnificent. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.